Hi, I'm Jordan Laurel, and welcome to my show where we make the human experience magical through mental health, mindset, and manifestation. My story is one of radical transformation and rebirth. From depressed, disempowered, and dependent to flourishing within an incredible life I've created, this podcast is me sharing my process of overcoming and creating a magical human experience to help support you as you do the same. Tune in every Monday to feel empowered through stories, wisdom, and lots of super practical tips. Because I am proof, you can change your entire life and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Magical Human Experience Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. I just ate some chocolate and had a little bit of coffee to really like wake up. It is 5.40 and I'm like, I don't know, I get a little bit of an afternoon slump sometimes. Um where I'm just like, I don't know, the brain is starting to feel fried and frazzled and all of that. And so I was like, okay, what what pick-me-up can I have? Because I'm so excited to talk about this topic and I want to get it out today. Um, and so here we are and I'm already feeling the chocolate hit, so it's working. Uh, but I am so excited about today's topic. I am going to be talking you guys through what I did to help me feel really empowered relationally, uh, specifically things that have helped me with my breakup with Jeff. Um, If you've been following me for a while, you know that I was in a relationship with my ex-boyfriend Jeff for about three, almost three years. Um, We did break up in the middle of that, got back together, um, and just, yeah, just wasn't meant to be, wasn't aligned, yeah, but we have been living together uh, since we broke up. We broke up in the winter um, in January and then we're like, eh, I don't know, do we want to do this? And then a couple weeks later, officially like ended it. Um, so living with my ex for the last six months, I obviously like had to do the work. I had to heal. Um, and it was definitely something that, yeah, took a lot of time and effort. And I have honestly been feeling so good in general surrounding even the whole relationship area um, and men like as a whole. Um, And I have been breaking so many patterns and feeling just different than I have my entire life around it all. Um, And so I was like, okay, a lot of the things that I did this winter like really worked and really helped me. And I've been getting a lot of DMs and messages from you guys going through breakups or situationships or struggling with dating. And I was like, okay, I think this stuff is going to help you guys too. So let me go ahead and try to like condense it into a podcast and break down what has helped because it really has helped. And this is coming from somebody who, oh my God, I used to get so like literally I was broken when a relationship would end, completely devastated, completely a wreck. Um, and now like I feel like I'm actually doing really great in the dating world. Like do not get me wrong. I have had some triggers and have <laughs> my friends have gotten text, text messages, but I've been able to work through them pretty quickly and I'm feeling so much less triggered. Like it's very, very, very like it's like a two out of 10 compared to being like an 11 out of 10 most of my life. And they're very few and far between. And I'm just feeling like good overall. I'm feeling happy being single. Um, And I, yeah, I just, this is such a big difference for me um, in an area I used to struggle a lot. And so these things have helped (laughs) a lot. Uh, And so I really hope they help you. And honestly, like, you know, to summarize all of it, 
a lot of it comes down to personal power. Um, Because I used to wonder, like, how are some of these girls, how are they so secure and stable? They bounce back from relationships so quickly. They don't get attached to men. They don't get heartbroken. Um, They don't get hung up very long if, like, something ends or somebody doesn't like them back or they don't even care if they're dating or not. And I was, I just never could be one of those girls. I was always so, so easily and intensely attached whenever I liked a guy. And I realized as I've been doing a lot of healing work, but specifically after really diving into manifestation, like the symptoms just were less and less and less. My attachment to especially men has gotten less and less and less. Not that I'm not healthily attached to other people. I There is healthy attachment, but I was very much an anxious codependent attachment to men, especially. Um, and it just, it shifted so much because of manifestation, because manifestation ultimately is one of the most empowering things you can do. It's all about personal power. It's about learning how to take charge of yourself and your life and create your reality And to do that, you have to transform yourself into somebody who is fully in alignment with themselves, connected to their authentic self and in their power. Uh, And that's that's been what really made the difference for me is this tapping into who I am, connecting to myself, becoming emotionally available to myself, shifting my mindset, shifting my perspective on life and what's happening in my external world and also just my and also just my excitement about the future knowing I'm calling it what I want and behind some of that stuff has been my relationship to myself it's changed a lot and it's really made a huge impact on how I feel in general but especially in the arena of relationships so so today I'm going to break down some really practical things that are tied to manifestation, uh, but that have really, really, really helped me with especially healing from and overcoming my breakup, uh, as well as ending the attachment. Some things that really helped me with healing from my breakup, um, as well as putting it behind me, detaching from him, because he was not my right person, as well as feeling good and stable as a single person, feeling happy and content as a single person. And it's really been serving me as I newly have been re-entering the dating world. Okay, quick pause though. I want to, okay, quick pause though, before we dive into the episode too much more. Okay, quick pause though, before we dive into the episode too much more, because I do this sometimes, I just get on a roll, which is a good thing. Uh, We love when we're channeling and it's just coming through. But I quickly wanted to do this week's magic, which has been really adding a lot of magic to my life lately. And that's, I mean, my favorite fragrances in general, but Dias and Durga's specifically, they have such elevated, unique, sophisticated fragrances. I was at their recent store opening launch party in Abbott Kinney, which is in Venice. Uh, It was their first brick and mortar in LA, I believe. Um, But they... I got to try all the scents, including they have a couple of like really exclusive, um, expensive ones. Divine, gorgeous, stunning. But like every single one of their scents, I had so much trouble. I had like 10 that I was like, I think I want this. (laughs) I was able to narrow it down. I had had one 
I had their grapefruit generation for a long time and I would get so many compliments on it. It's just so unique. I mean, how many elevated grapefruit fragrances are there out there? There's not a lot. Theirs is exquisite. But I found some other favorites. I really liked Coriander. Uh, there was another one called, I think, Sweet Nothing or Do Sweet Nothing. Uh, something like that. Um, I will link these in the show notes, by the way, uh, with the correct names. And I also discovered one called I Don't Know What, which is the equivalent to je ne sais quoi, which is the French phrase when, you know, somebody like when, you know, a girl has like just that like air about her that she's just like cool and sophisticated and sexy and like she's just got something going on and you can't pin it, but you're like magnetized to her. You say she has that je ne sais quoi. I don't know what is what it means. And so I love that they have a fragrance named that. I have been obsessed with it and I can't even put it into words, which like makes sense for the scent. It's just, oh, it's so intriguing. I feel like intriguing is such a good word. I want to keep smelling it. It just, it keeps drawing you back in. It's magnetic. It's not masculine. It's not feminine. It's not harsh, but it's not subtle it definitely has a bold presence to it and I am I'm just obsessed I can't stop spraying it on myself I've been wearing it like multiple times a day and I'm like I need to slow down because I've already used like a tenth of it and I just got it like two weeks ago so I wanted to share with you guys I also really like Bombay Radio from them I actually discovered that one of their scents in a first class flight I had uh, I think it's American Airlines that their first class they use or no sorry it was was it Air Tahiti Nui for when I went to Paris? I don't know. It was a recent first class flight that I was on. And I love first class flights because you just get so spoiled. It really raises my vibe. Talk about tapping into abundance. Go fly first class at some point if you can. Save up the points. Do whatever you can. Just experience it once. It will raise your vibe so much. It will help elevate your energetic minimum surrounding luxury and how you get to live. And I had the I saw this actually explained recently on Instagram and it makes so much sense and I love this too but it also when you experience these things first of all you realize like oh I want more of this but then your subconscious we love our subconscious it always goes to work looking for ways to make it happen so I think it's just a great manifestation tool if you can do it obviously don't put yourself in a bad situation to do it but if you can make it work at some point another pro tip um how did we get on to first class flights here uh pro tip for first class flights If you ask at the airport the day of, sometimes you can get it for like super cheap. Like when I did go to Paris in February for the Joe Dispenza retreat at the airport, I asked because I was like, I really want to sleep on the way there. Did I sleep on the way there? No, I ended up eating fancy food and drinking wine and laughing my ass off and being high vibe and manifesting and reading Neville Goddard the entire time because I had such a, it was such a fun flight. (laughs) Um, But it was so amazing and luxurious. Um, But I asked at the airport and it uh the, yeah I think it was like 7,000 to go first class one way and it was uh I think 800 I paid at the airport 900 somewhere in there so quite the steal quite the little you know sneaky way to spend way less for first class if they've got the extra seats they want to sell them so it's a win-win um but anyway Diaz and Durga if you are a fine fragrance lover and you like scents that are different and just exquisite elevated. I highly recommend checking them out. Um, I'll list my favorites that I mentioned here in the show notes below. All right, let's dive back in. Okay, so the first like arena that I want to talk about, um, that's not the word I'm looking for, but it's the word that came to mind and I can't think of a better one. Category? 
maybe category is a little better, uh, is, is healing. So essentially, healing is so, so, so essential for getting over a breakup and feeling good again. And for me, healing involves acceptance. So accepting, finally admitting this is not working, this person is not what I want, or we are not aligned. You know, it's oftentimes not all the other person. A lot of the times it's both of us. Um, But just really kind of being honest with yourself. It's so hard. I get it. Especially I'm a really hopeful person and I really believe in hope and believing the best, obviously, for because of what I do. I believe in positive psychology. I believe in optimism. I believe in knowing what you want and believing it's yours. But letting go of what isn't what you want is such an important step of manifestation. It's been coming up so much for me, for my clients, for my coaching. Um, and it just, it, you have to get to a place of acceptance to be able to do that, to actually admit to yourself that this person isn't it. And when you actually do believe in manifestation and have a manifestation mindset, it's so much easier because for me, that means really believing that I will still get what I want. Like this wasn't it, but that doesn't mean I'm not getting what I actually want. What is it? I'm still getting that. It's still coming. So it is safe to let go of what isn't it. And it is safe to admit that this thing isn't it. And this takes emotional availability to yourself, uh, with yourself, I mean, You have to be able to hold yourself through this to handle the pain, the grief, the fear, the uncomfortable emotions. I will go on to the cows come home from wherever they are. (laughs) That emotional availability is one of the most powerful things you can learn in your life. Uh, But it's what carries you through the hard things that get you to the things that you want. Um, And so acceptance and letting go, so powerful. Things that helped me with acceptance Uh, making a list of what wasn't working because it's so easy to go back to what was. We all do it. We all romanticize our past relationships and just see the good and, you know, remember the good times and all of that. And it's just, it doesn't help us. It doesn't serve us. It doesn't mean that you have to throw that away. I actually think you, the healthy thing to do is to acknowledge and accept both. Like life is oftentimes it's full of complex duality, like two things that are opposite yet both true at the same time. It's so hard to accept, but again, this stems from emotional availability, knowing how to handle your emotions, big emotions and difficult emotions and complex emotions. If you can do it, it's so healing. It's so incredibly healing to accept that this thing was amazing Uh, My relationship had so much amazingness to it. He was an amazing support for me in some ways. And he helped me heal a lot. He helped me heal from a lot of trauma because he was so kind. And yet, he was also very unemotionally available to me in other ways. And he wasn't able to support me in the ways I needed. It was good for a season. And so being able to accept the duality of it, that it was both amazing and both not great in ways, that was so powerful for me because it it's, it's the truth. And it's really hard to deny the truth to ourselves. Like we know our heart knows, our gut knows, our mind knows. And it's, I just, I know it seems easier sometimes to 
cling to a narrative of they were a shitty person and they couldn't do this and they couldn't do that. And it's okay to have anger about that. Like I, I had to allow myself some time to be angry and to be sad and to feel abandoned and to feel betrayed and to feel these different things that came up because they were valid. But then to also accept the full complex truth of the situation, which was that, you know, there was a lot of good and there was a lot of bad and it just wasn't working anymore and it was no longer serving either of us and being able to accept that is what helps you start to move on Um, and the list of what wasn't working helped me when I was starting to only remember the good or only see the good again especially living with the person Uh, I was able to go back to that and be like okay yeah like this (laughs) remember remember all of this this is why you made this choice Um, also a list of the ways that they weren't what you want can also help it's similar but different it's you need to stay committed to what you want what you're calling in to what you need your authentic self when we are denying what we need we are denying ourselves self-abandonment and also another thing that really helped me with acceptance was and it's kind of my next step when it comes to really processing difficult things expressing talking about it with good friends journaling about it it really helped me process and move through all of it a lot faster I find personally when I don't express things uh, I like I, I feel this like tension building up in me and it just takes a lot longer to to move through it so I try to get it out as quickly as I can Therapy, therapy was really great for that. Um, Yeah, I mean, anybody who's safe, but I honestly think a licensed therapist is such a great tool for when you're going through a breakup. My therapist was amazing. She helped me remember what the next category I want to talk about that is, and she helped me remember me. (laughs) What about me? But we're going to get to that in a second. Another huge thing that helps with healing is forgiveness. Forgiving yourself and the other person. I had to forgive myself so many times for still having attachment, for still having hopeful thinking, uh, wishful thinking, for still, for a small part of me wanting it to still work out or it to come back or something to happen. Um, I had to forgive myself and just love myself through the ups and downs of the emotions uh, that came up for me during this healing process. And so constantly being in a state of forgiveness with yourself and not judging yourself or where you are in your process is so powerful. It's so powerful. Beating ourselves up for what we're experiencing does not do any good. It doesn't mean that you can't want to shift and change and do what you know is good for you. But beating yourself up for not doing what's good for you never really helps. There's a reason why you're not doing what's good for you. It's because of your pain or yeah, past trauma maybe that's coming up during this triggers it's healing that you need to do like there's a reason and if you can meet yourself with curiosity and compassion you're going to be able to come to forgiveness and move through things so much faster um forgiveness for him too though I was pretty angry at the ways he wasn't able to show up for me that I needed and I think this kind of has tied into a mindset that I've really adopted as I have healed and become really sovereign in myself which is that I am responsible for me and nobody else is responsible for me I was able to forgive him but also let him off the hook because he didn't owe me anything like 
like sure there's expectations in relationships and there are like kind of unsaid contracts where it's like if I'm loving you and prioritizing you like you should love and prioritize me back like there's expectations but at the end of the day nobody owes us anything and I don't mean that in a harsh way but it's true like I am the number one person responsible for myself for my happiness for my healing for creating the life of my dreams No one else is responsible in the same way I am. And if somebody is not meeting my needs and fulfilling my dreams, then it's my job to move on and to find somebody else who can. And so I think that mindset helped me with coming to forgiveness. But also at the end of the day, it's about you. I I didn't want to. I had to let myself feel it. You can't like brush things under the rug that's bypassing, but I after I let myself have the anger for a few days I had to finally be like okay like he couldn't do it though he couldn't be what you needed and what you wanted like are you gonna hate him the rest of your life he was doing the best he could and he also has to do what's right for him so like you gonna hang on to this just for forever (laughs) because it's not helping anyone especially you and so I finally was like I really did come to forgiveness and love and accepted that he couldn't give me what I wanted and needed and that wasn't his fault like he wasn't a bad person for that and you know obviously you know there's always caveats and I hope that you guys know I would never support like having compassion and forgiveness and love and empathy towards somebody who's like being abusive towards you like and that is a scale obviously a sliding scale but like you I would never support abuse but if the other person is like doing their best and they're just falling short like I for me it was really healing for me to be able to see that he was he had done the best he could and it just wasn't aligned and he couldn't give me what I needed and to forgive him and release him and get excited about the person that could because then it also helps you it validates you because then you you're also telling yourself through that that your needs are valid, your desires are valid, and you deserve them. You 100% do. And when we cling to the people that aren't able to give them to us, we are hurting ourselves and kind of putting ourselves in a box and telling ourselves that it's okay to to let go of some of the things we want and need and to play small in that area. And it's not. Like, we deserve better. But also... No one owes it to us to be that, you know, we're responsible for finding or attracting, I should say, both maybe, um, the person who is that, you know, and wants to do that and is able to do that. And then the last thing with healing that was really, really, really powerful for me was self-care. And this kind of will bleed into the next category, but doing things to just ground me because obviously when you are going through a breakup, you're going to experience a lot of emotions and it's already a full-time job to learn how to be emotionally available to yourself and to hold yourself through these really difficult emotions. Um, So making it harder by neglecting yourself or doing things to hurt yourself, uh, just not the vibe. And I get it. I get it. It's literally the opposite sometimes of what our trauma and triggering like wants us to do. Our coping mechanisms are usually not very self-carry they're they're usually a little more self-destructive vibes uh but I really tried to prioritize the gym I really did a great job with prioritizing sleep and that helped so much I was getting eight to nine hours of sleep almost every single night um 
I tried to cut back on drinking uh, and I, I did quite a bit actually and it helped so much. I took a lot of bubble baths. I took a lot of long showers. I nourished my body with good food. I ate a lot of food. Just do things really to ground yourself, to stay, help you feel stable, to stabilize yourself. The last thing you need is to start creating more chaos in your life when you are going through something this difficult and painful. Um, And again, I send so much love. Do not judge yourself if you're doing things that are making it more chaotic. It's coming from unhealed wounding and it's coming from coping mechanisms that have served you enough up until this point, but they honestly don't really serve us, especially the more we heal, we're able to release them and pick things that actually do serve us. So come with compassion as always, but the more you can choose things to really help you feel grounded and safe, the better. Okay, my next category, things that helped me connect back to myself, to like really love myself and my life. It's so important. I feel like most of us do this and I think it's normal to get a little bit lost in a relationship. At least, you know, you are building a life with them. So it's normal that, you know, you feel like you've lost part of your life, but you still are your own person. You still have your own life. And so for me, some things that I did, I really connected back to myself. Like, what do I love to do? What, what is my life? And I poured myself into the things that filled me up. Hobbies, reading, just things that lit me up. My friends, I started to really try to just call people, work on the relationships that I did have that were going well. And it it just helps, right? Like, because even when you do get back into relationship again, you don't want the person to become your entire life. That's codependency. And I don't want that for me. I always want to have my own life um, to, to some degree. Obviously, the more you build a family with a person, the more that does become part of your life. But as much as you can, keep those keep those parts for yourself. Those things that just light you up. For me, going to the beach is something I started to do more. It's just something I love to do. I also spent a lot of time focusing on who I wanted to become, really connecting back to who is that future self, and then really affirming and celebrating and loving my current self. And just, I did a lot of self-perception work because the breakup and the relationship actually, the end of the relationship really skewed my self-perception. I was not feeling great about myself. I didn't feel sexy. I didn't feel wanted. I didn't feel beautiful. I didn't feel smart. I didn't, I felt like, I felt really shitty about myself, to be honest. I felt like I was a problem. Um, It just was not great. And so I spent so much time working on loving myself, giving myself so much love and writing amazing things about myself, affirming amazing things about myself, feeling amazing things about myself, just doing things to help me feel good about myself, to see how awesome and amazing I was. And so tied to that, I I prioritized spending time around people who saw how amazing I was, who really built me up, made me feel great about myself. I was doing the work myself, but doing things that actually help reinforce that is so powerful. I really recommend both. Um, So the people that make you feel great or wearing things that make you feel great, going to do whatever, like work out or dance or swim, if that makes you feel really great about yourself, strong, sexy, confident, empowered, anything you can do to feel good about yourself and remind you who you are. 
remind you that you are a motherfucking awesome, sexy, beautiful, gorgeous, smart, intelligent, wonderful, amazing catch that anybody would be lucky to be with. The more you can do that, (laughs) the more you're going to magnetize the person and the people that feel that way. But the more just amazing you're going to feel. The more I have done that, the more I feel so in love with and connected to myself, the less I need anybody else. Like, yes, I still need people and community is important and I do want a life partner and kids, but it's, it's like, it's just that foundation. It's like other things are a cherry on top, icing on the cake. When you have that beautiful, juicy, flowy relationship with yourself, when you get good with yourself, things just, things just get magical. Really, truly. Uh, it has been such a rock for me during lots of difficult things I've gone through this year my relationship to me and just loving myself, being excited about who I am and who I'm becoming. I actually, it's really funny because um, I've had some questions about this. I actually put a photo of myself that helps me connect to my future self and who I want to become. It like embodies the vibe and the energy of my future self. I put it as my phone background <laughs> and people are like, oh, that's you. I'm like, yeah, because it just, it reminds me like, who that's who I'm becoming and like for me I think I am getting the thing I'm the most excited about in life is who I'm becoming in the life I'm creating that has slowly through manifestation and the relationship I built with myself become my main priority in life the thing I'm the most excited about and that is something that helps you feel like such a rock when everything else is going crazy or people are coming and going you got you You got your passion, your purpose, what you're excited about, your relationship to yourself. It's just such an important thing to have, especially, especially I am finding through a breakup and getting back into the dating world. It has really stabilized me so much and just given me so much joy and contentment and purpose. Another thing, last thing, and you guys know I always preach about gratitude, but I think gratitude is so powerful especially when you're going through shitty things come back to what you do have come back to the people who are in your life that are pouring love into you come back to you how are you showing up for you come back to your work the things that bring you joy that light you up come back to what you have because it's so easy to lose sight of what we have when we're going through something that's really painful or difficult and I know it sounds kind of simple, but it really is so profound. All right, last thing that has really helped me getting through this breakup and staying really good within myself as I'm entering the dating world. Connecting back to what I'm calling in, manifestation, yes. Yes, and I've been talking about this a lot lately in my coaching on Instagram. Be so fucking committed to what you are calling in not the specifics in your life right now. Get committed to that list. And girl, if you don't have a list of your dream relationship and your dream partner, then sit down and make one. I guarantee you, you're going to feel so much better after. Every single time I would work on my list after this breakup, I just felt so excited again. Because we can we can lose sight of the fact that this thing ending means something better is coming in. Better aligned more of what you need and want, more magical. 
It's exciting. You get to call in something new. So spend time being excited about that. Taking that a step further, visualization. I cannot recommend it enough. I think it actually is really powerful when it comes to manifestation, but I meditate and my meditations are mostly visualizations of what I'm calling in. And Joe Dispenza talks about the brain-heart coherence a lot. When you combine your heart, like a strong emotion, a strong feeling that is positive with a strong intention in your mind, knowing what you're calling in, that shit does stuff in the quantum field. (laughs) It's magnetic. And it also just gives me so much joy and bliss when I'm doing it, which is a strong, powerful vibration. I love spending time and I was doing it. It's actually wild. Like the way I have, when I have done this, I have seen exactly the feeling and like I, some of my vi- images are like that I see are kind of vague, but I've, I've had many times now what I visualized with that intense emotion of bliss and joy and love in my heart with the visualization and the, which is the intention I've had it manifest exactly and I've been like what the fuck (laughs) like this was exactly what I was visualizing it's crazy it's powerful manifestation is really powerful so I yeah and if you don't know how to manifest quick like little shout out for my coaching programs and my course that is now launched and I'm just I just recorded module two live with everybody this week if you don't know how to manifest reach out to me. I can direct you to my free resources or we can chat about one-on-one coaching or we can chat about group coaching slash my course. My clients have had insane results and transformations from our work together. And I can send you testimonials if you would like to see testimonials and read that. I get it. It helps sometimes to just see what's happening for other people. But this work works. And I know how to do this work and I know how to coach people through it. And I would love to do that for you. I would love, love, love to help you become a powerful manifester and support you in this transformation if that's something that you would like. Um, If you are just dipping your toes in, I have a free PDF that just lists out the steps so you can kind of start somewhere. Uh, Reach out to me. If you don't know how to manifest or you feel like you're missing some things regarding manifestation, let's chat. Reach out to me. I will be the best resource I can be to you. Back to connecting back to what we're calling in. Uh, This is also so powerful, by the way, because it helps you come back to your power. So is the self-love stuff. All of this stuff, all of this stuff puts you back in your power. And when you're in your power, that's when you are creating your life. You're creating every moment. When I'm in my power, I am almost always feeling really good. Seriously. Because when you're in your power, it's really fucking hard to feel anxious. It's hard to feel depressed. It's hard to worry about the future. It's hard to be mourning something of the past. It's hard to feel insecure. It's really hard to feel anything but amazing when you're in your power. And so that's really where the power in all of these things I'm telling you today lies is they put you in your power. They help you come back to you, the powerful co-creator of your reality. And one last fun thing that helps me. I know there's going to be mixed opinions about this. I do not believe in rebounding, but I am a huge fan of getting back on the apps. Even if you don't actually go out on any dates, and I didn't for a while, but it helped me remember that there are so many other men out there. So many. 
so many that want to tell me I'm pretty. So many that this or that or the other. It just helped remind me because we can get tunnel vision when we're going through a breakup, especially like it's hard. So like try do the things to make it easier for yourself. And that was one little thing that really made it easier for myself was getting back on Hinge. And after even being on Hinge for a while, I went on a couple of dates and it just, it did, it reminded me like, oh yeah, there are people who want to give me these things that I was wanting so badly and was not able to get in my prior relationship. Like they want to, they're excited to, it's natural for them. It just really helps you heal and expand into believing what you want is going to come. So those are my tips. That's kind of the main things that I think really, really, really helped me with my breakup and things that continue to just help me every single day as I'm dating a bit and thinking about my future and even with work, with with everything. These things really are, you know, I mean, obviously the hinge is specific to dating, but most of these things are things that will help you in every area of your life, not just dating and relationships and breakups and such. Uh, it's It's all about personal power. How can you get back into your personal power? How can you love yourself, ground yourself, and step towards creating the things that you truly, truly desire in your life? So I hope this was helpful. If it was, it really helps me support myself, but also reach more people who might need to hear this as well or might be helped by some of these things as well. If you can rate and review the podcast and or share it, whatever feels right to you, it means the world to me. It also means the world to me when you guys message me on Instagram telling me about your stories or how something helped you. I love, love connecting with you guys and chatting. I learn from you. We all learn from each other. And, you know, I really, I'm excited. We're building a community on Facebook for those who are in the course just to continue to, Support more women supporting women, more women being in their power, more women being happy and excited and creating loves, creating lives and love that they're extremely excited about. So thank you guys for listening and I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will catch you guys next time.